Hi, this is Kristen Savory with the Thyroid Podcast. And I am here with you today in a grassy field with my puppy running around. Um, But more importantly, I am two weeks back from a trip to Brazil to see my teacher. All in all, I left about four weeks ago to spend two weeks uh, practicing, studying, learning with him. And then I've been back in the States for a two-week time period. And this trip was so transformative for me that I thought that there were some particular ideas that would be helpful to highlight for you and to share with you. (sighs) So first of all, have you been to Brazil? It's such a beautiful country. There's so many beautiful hearts there. Um, It's really, really, really a very sweet place. Over the two weeks that I was there, the first week I spent at a retreat center that was up in the countryside, tucked far away, studying with about 16 16 people total, and then with my teacher. And we spent about six hours a day deep in practice. The practice is um, called Kayute Yoga, and there's a physical component an emotional component, and a very meditative component as well. So six hours a day, kind of in this cocoon, like like um, retreat center. Food was taken care of. Uh, living quarters were all taken care of. The environment was really set um, for us to be able to go very deep into our practice and very deep we went. Everybody who was participating in the retreat um, felt very deep changes emotionally, spiritually, as well as physically. So I share this with you for two reasons, okay? The first reason is that most of my listeners do have some type of thyroid issue. Either the thyroid is low functioning, the thyroid is hyper functioning, or the hormones are are simply kind of all over the place. So there's some type of internal biochemical hormonal stress. And oftentimes these people Um, these people, my clients, it's very challenging for us, myself included, to put ourselves um, as a top priority. So, So going to Brazil, having a husband, having two young children, I have a 13 year old and a nine year old, it took a lot of organization. It took a whole team of people to kind of keep the household running, you know, kind of have the kids and their activities managed, and um, to allow me to be able to go away and dive in. And I think I come out with this different mindset to share with you about how important it is to take that time to have that time 
away from the demands of an everyday to sort of shift the rhythm and shift the mode so that you're able to have a little bit of personal reflection. So I wanted to share that piece with you as well as the second piece of that, from my experience, we all need teachers. (laughs) There are times in our lives when we really all need to be led. And honestly, I believe these days, women in particular are asked to be so much. We're asked to be caretakers. We're asked to be, um, to provide financially. We're asked to uh, still be managing the household as well as organizing kids' activities. And you know what? It's not just the women. Men are being demanded upon every day from all angles as well. And that the idea that we are always going to be ahead or understand our own situations is kind of a limited perspective. And thus, the need to have some type of teacher, whether that be a friend, a therapist, um, an acupuncturist, or uh, a person associated with the church, some sort of guide, some sort of safe relationship where the person can not only comment on your growth, how you've changed over the course of period of time, but also who is able to evaluate where or when you're stuck. Those two concepts were very big aha moments for me. The piece about really taking an extended period of time away and the value of having a teacher. Now, there were a couple of pieces that did come up while I was on um, retreat mode in Brazil. And one of which I will share with you in the hopes that it frees you up in some way. I think what can tend to be um, a situation that can happen when we are a leader in our field, a body worker, or even a leader in our community, is that on some level we can come across as having our shit together, being perfect, or any of the above. And sometimes what can happen in those situations is that it can be uncomfortable to recognize our own misgivings, our own shortcomings, right? One of the pieces um, in my constellation that was highlighted by my teacher was actually my anxiety. At first... I will tell you, it was kind of shocking to me because I've never identified as an anxious person. 
And then moments later, as I was able to settle in and actually feel my system internally, it was sort of like an aha moment for me. It was sort of like, wow, I really see how this has been operating in me and how it has affected my life choices. Now, when I'm sharing here about life choices, I'm sure it has affected a myriad of my relationships. But in particular, I want to talk to you about how it has affected my, um, my approach to my work. There is a way in which this internal anxiety, overdoing, overpressing, sort of never being satisfied, never being content, not just in a way of that there's, there's always room for 1% improvement, but in a way of, of um, never good enough. that the anxiety has kept me in an overdoing mode versus reflecting, making space for meditative time, taking that internal time to really decide which course of action is best for me, right? I really hope that you can see that difference how we can have that tendency to work out of anxiety and sort of underestimate the power of reflection versus having reflection, having that meditative time sort of at the center of our day so that we're not just doing to do. This is a huge piece of information for all of those people out there that have hormonal imbalance, right? When there is a hormonal disturbance, the thyroid and the adrenals, as well as other glands, are not communicating at their best. Oftentimes, the thyroid is underfunctioning and we go into a hyperadrenal state. As that happens, it's almost on a biochemical level. We don't even have the ability to control. It becomes more and more and more about doing versus being. You know, there's that phrase, running around like a chicken with its head cut off. I. I think in my realm that was happening more often than not. <laughs> and in many ways, I was doing, doing, doing instead of feeling, right? Because it was way too painful to actually feel. So... I believe it's time to just about wrap this up. And some of you may have questions that come out of this. And admittedly, 
I don't have it all figured out. But I can tell you and I can share with you one exercise that has helped me so much in this process. And I will share it with you because hopefully it will be able to help even just one of you listening to this podcast. After my trip to Brazil, well, and still now, I'm two weeks post my trip to Brazil and I'm still moving very slow. My yoga practice has become the center of my day. Um, I'm working on being more quiet versus talking. That's a tricky one for me. And last but not least, I'm journaling quite a bit. This journaling piece is the piece that may be helpful for you. At first, I was journaling and kind of just writing down my thoughts. And then just a few days ago, I think it was three or four days ago, what happened as I was just kind of, you know, not really thinking about anything, just kind of unconsciously writing, is I started asking myself questions. And it ended up being that I was asking probably my four-year-old, it seemed like about four years old, my four-year-old little girl some questions. And I would write down a question. I would say, hey, how are you? And then I would wait. And again, I would write. But the response was coming from the four-year-old girl, not from my 48-year-old self. And ever since then, it's kind of been this relationship that I'm building, asking questions, reflecting, repeating what she says, not overriding her, kind of caring for her, nurturing her. And over the course of these last few days, it's really created sort of this reconnection with that little girl that felt like no one had time to really see or hear her. Now, all of us have some time in life that maybe was more challenging, more stressful, and maybe we shut down a little bit. And I want to share this journaling exercise for you, with you, so that if you have the instinct to want to reconnect to that time in life, to that to that person who you were at that point, that you can use this as an exercise to recreate that relationship, to rebuild that relationship, and to give who you were at that time the care and the nurturing that you so deserve. So this is kind of out there for me to share on such a personal and vulnerable level. If you have questions or if you're looking for, um, for someone to help you out, to give you a little bit of guidance, either hormonally or otherwise at this point, go ahead, check out my website. It's www. Kristen Savory, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-S-A-V-O-R-Y 
www.thelifeofthecoach.com and book a session with me. I'd love to hear from you.